Welcome to the Lightly Salted Podcast. These are the readings and sermons of St. John's Lutheran Church of Park Rapids, Minnesota. They are offered so that the Word of God would shape and strengthen you to be what He calls you to be, salt and light. You can find us at stjohnspr.org. Now, on to the Word. The Old Testament lesson is from the ninth chapter of the prophecy of Zechariah, verses 9 through 12. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace to the nations. His rule shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from the seventh chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Romans, beginning with verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, 
for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Praise to you and peace from God our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Just so tired. Sure could use a little rest. And so, I got up this morning and I came here to church to rest. Now, maybe you're thinking, hey, wait a minute, Pastor. When you only work one day a week, you better not be resting while you're here. You better be doing your job of preaching and teaching, you know, the pastor stuff. And that's true enough. And sometimes being here on Sunday morning, I do certainly think about it as work, at least sometimes. There is a burden to the office of the ministry, which, by the way, is why Lutheran pastors wear a yoke every time we are gathered for public worship. It's usually called a stole, but this is what it is. The burden of the office that unites us to Jesus and gives us strength. But I am also serious about coming here to rest. There are the words of Jesus. Come to me, all who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is where Jesus is. In His grace, in His mercy, He is with us even now through the word that you've been hearing and speaking and responding with to His sacrament. He's here. And so when I'm tired, I need to be here also. Now, it's not the way we usually think of it, is it? (laughs) because that's why when you are genuinely, especially physically tired, you've skipped church. Whether it's Sunday after a long week or maybe a midweek service after a long day. It is because we perhaps think church more as work, as a duty, as a responsibility, as another thing I have to do. And you have so much to do already. There are other days of the week in which you are called on to serve and work and the like. So you need some rest? Well, then you better just stay at home and get some sleep and laze around. But that's not the way it is at all. Because the devil's worked hard, of course, to deceive us. Come to me, Jesus says, when you labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Here, then, is the rest for you, a gift that comes from Jesus, the rest that you truly, genuinely need. And it's been that way from the very beginning. A special time set apart from the rest of the creation week. A day of rest. Not for the Almighty Creator who neither sleeps nor slumbers nor grows weary, but a time of rest for His creation. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, 
because on it, God rested from all His work that He had done in creation. And then later, God formalizes this a little bit more by even giving a commandment. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And he goes on to explain what he means. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. It was a day of rest. A day of rest built into creation. A day of rest to remind us that God is constantly serving His people, giving them what they needed, even as they took a break. Six days of labor, and the seventh day to rest. To be in God's gracious presence. You see, we get it wrong when we think that the rest we need is just a physical rest. Because we are so quick to divide the physical from the spiritual things. I mean, that is the mantra of today. I'm spiritual, but not religious. And that's a bunch of cockamamie. See, it portrays spiritual matters as some sort of mystical feelings that have nothing to do with the physical. Sort of like you have a body and you have a soul, and they really have nothing much to do with each other. In fact, that's what uh, some think Paul is talking about in Romans, when he uses terms like flesh and spirit, the way we heard it today in our epistle. But it's not what Paul is saying, that's not what the Bible teaches at all. We are created body and soul, and they are fully integrated. What you do with the one impacts the other. See, Christianity is not about some mystical movements of the soul, but it certainly is about strengthening the spirit through physical things. Physical things like hearing the spoken word of God, Physical things like having the words of the liturgy wash over you as a, as a coming and a going, a refreshing of the soul. Things like physically receiving Jesus in the bread and the wine of Holy Communion. When Paul is talking about flesh and spirit, he's not saying body bad, spirit good, like the Greeks thought. But he is talking about the fact that as a Christian, you are 100% sinner and you are 100% saint. You were born the 100% sinner and you were reborn in the waters of baptism to be 100% saint. You are not one or the other. You're not 50-50 or on a really good day, 51-49. As long as you live in this world, as a baptized Christian, you are both. Which means that you consist of both a rebellious and sinful body and soul, as well as a, re a righteous and obedient body and soul. But Paul does indicate they don't get along very well. They're a lot like quarreling siblings, or 
bad neighbors. They fight, each wanting what they want. The flesh, the sinful nature, wanting to simply be its own boss. And the spirit, striving to follow the righteousness given to us. And this battle, which takes place in us the same way it took place in Paul, is exhausting. Isn't that what it sounds like as Paul gets to the end of this? He's tired. Tired when he finally says, who will deliver me from this body of death? And the great answer, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thanks be to God who gives us rest through our Lord Jesus Christ, who says, come to me, all who are wearied and burdened, and I will give you rest. So what is it that's wearing you out? What struggle? What worry? What concern? What striving? What busyness? What burden? What is it that keeps you up at night? What is it that distracts you during the day? Are you just trying to do your best or is there more than that? Are you really trying to prove your worth? Trying to fit in? Trying to convince yourself, convince the world that you matter? What is it that for you is weighing heavily on your mind, wearing you out more than any physical exercise ever could? What is it? Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The rest St. Paul needed is here. The rest you need is here. It is the rest that is found in Jesus Christ and Him crucified and raised from the dead. Your rest is here because Jesus came for you, humble, riding on a donkey. Jesus fought for you to free you from the waterless pit of the bondage to sin and to death. And He gives you what you need. Rest from your labor and your burdens and the worries of the world, whatever they are for you. Rest in your baptism. You don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to earn your worth. Your value does not come just from what you do and how much you achieve or how useful you are. Your value comes from the fact that you are a created child of God, recreated even in the waters of baptism. That makes you far more, have far more worth than any of these other earthly things can. Rest in the forgiveness of your sins. You don't have to make good for all of your mistakes. They are forgiven in Jesus Christ who took them to Himself to free you from them. 
Yes, to free you from that waterless pit that God promises in Zechariah. And even more, to restore to you double was the promise of Zechariah. Not only in Christ's death and resurrection does He take your sins away from you, He also gives to you His 100% perfect righteousness. And it is Christ in you who, in answer to our confession of sins, renews you. It is Christ in you that causes you to delight in God's will. It is Christ's righteousness in you that has you walking in His ways to the glory of His holy name. And rest in His supper. Because Jesus is here feeding you with Himself. Is it food for the body? Or food for the soul? Yes. Because Jesus doesn't just feed part of you, but He feeds all of you at once, even as He will raise you to everlasting life, body and soul. And finally, rest in His blessing and His peace. The peace that was announced by the angels at His birth, the peace that He won for you in His death and resurrection, the peace that is given to you, Listen carefully as we close our service with the words God instructed Moses and Aaron to put on the people, to claim them as His own. The benediction. The benediction that ends with the great phrase, and give you peace. To which you respond, Amen, gift received. You see, Sunday morning worship isn't about work. It's not another responsibility. It's not another burden of something you have to get done in this world. But as we gather together, we gather at an oasis. In a world that likes to take far more than it will give. In a body that's at war with itself. With an enemy that is constantly attacking and wearing you down. Here is a peace that the world simply cannot give. Here is the forgiveness and the life and the strength and the rest you need. Because here is where your Savior is. Not to take more from you but to give to you. (sighs) So, tired? Worn out? (laughs) You have come to the right place to rest. Come to me, who all labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. May the peace of God that transcends all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ your Savior. Amen. Thanks for listening to Lightly Salted. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at stjohnspr.org 
or look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Our thanks to Eric Medeish at soundimage.org for Morning Jew. God's blessings.